bitch, I'm dope. Fresher than a bar of soap. And salute me like the Pope. Got the hood on fucking go. Cause bitch, I'm dope. Fresher than a bar of soap. And salute me like the Pope. Got the hood on fucking go. Cause bitch, I'm dope. This a kill switch. Running through your block like Seal Six. Tryna get my pants up, Will Smith, flick his hands go up Cause they know what, we'll put him in a ditch Courtesy nigga that stitch Yeah, I got a faint itch when the money twitch Yeah, I'm knee deep up in this shit like quicksand Welcome ladies and gentlemen This is the season 2 premiere of Yes, none other than Slim and A Slim, what's going on brother? Chillin', chillin', we here, back again Back in the place to be uh, Creating more content like we usually do You know, making sure we appease our fans absolutely i'd have it no other way we did take a little hiatus as you know yours truly uh moved up north so we are doing this from from afar from a distance so we're we're back at it you know finally finally in and settled up here uh right outside of philly and i got you down there in south florida and like like you said let's, let's get it going with season two we got some great content for you this year yes sir all right, so let's get it kicked off. Um, first topic of the of the day is gonna be uh, let's talk about the NFL draft. You know, we we kind of spoke about it previously um, before, uh, just a little bit. You know, about like uh, some of our predictions, what we thought might have happened. Um, you know, one of my predictions, I was the first person to say it here live on uh, <laughs> on Slim and Nate. Uh, one of my predictions actually came to fruition, which is Kyler Murray going first round. I mean, going being the first pick wow, to the Arizona go. Cardinals. You know, uh, if you want to call me the quarterback whisperer, you can uh, <laughs> go ahead and say that now because I knew it. <laughs> I'd never say that. That's the last thing that ever come out of my mouth. But I will give you credit. You said this way back when. I think when Kyler was still debating on whether yeah. or not to pursue the, the, the baseball route or the or football. So I, I do I do have to give you respect where it's due. That was that was a nice uh I don't know, Mel Kuiper, look out. Your job might be on the line. <laughs> Just put me in, coach. All you gotta do is put me in and I'll take it from him. <laughs> but yes, uh Kyler Murray, you know, number one of the Cardinals, I think that's a good fit for them. And and yeah. as we kinda as we kinda look at some of the other let's just say first round picks. I mean, even if maybe we go to number two, uh, I know you're pretty high on this guy in regards to his football play, but what what about Nick Bosa going number two to the Niners? Um, in terms of like Nick Bosa's like views on the world, I'm not really down for it, but um, in terms of his play on the field, I think he's a, he's a pretty good player. Um, and I definitely don't want the 49ers – I need the 49ers to be great again, you know. <laughs> we can't continue talking about the 49ers being great in the 80s and 70s and, like, 90s. We need them to be great in the 2000s also, and I've never seen that before. So I want them to be great. So hopefully Nick Bosa is a, a great acquisition for them, and he's able to go ahead and take the team to newer heights. Well, wait a second. Back up. You know, I do believe he might be able to take them to, to greater heights if and then when he's healthy. I know the Bosa brothers have issues with that, but do you remember your boy Cat leading the team in the Super Bowl? Like, they've been, you know, they were relevant for a little. 
Yeah, for a little. I mean, but now they're like trash. You're trying to go back to that <laughs> they, like Steve Young, Jerry Rice dominance? Yeah, yeah. When okay. they were like the most dominant team for almost a decade, you know what I'm saying? Just okay. like with Cap, it was just for a good two, three years, was it? Right. Yeah, he, he Even, burst on the scene and, you know, he was like one of those he was the second coming of the dual threat quarterback, and yeah. yeah. Even before that, Alex Smith was their quarterback, and he was good for like probably two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just been about like five years. I've been alive for twenty five years, so <laughs> five years out of twenty five isn't uh, isn't good at all. <laughs> Gemini season, you won't be twenty five. Gemini like season, Gemini season. You already know the kid getting put into the to the ringer yeah <laughs> about to be an right. old man so there but, he um, is you, you're catching me <laughs> yeah nah i won't catch you you'll probably you'll be you're still old as hell <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah. taking those shots at me that's crazy after i gave you uh props on the number one pick hey look you're not giving me props when it's the truth you know what i'm saying but speaking about other news about the NFL draft, I know the Raiders had a, um, a quite a lot of picks in the first round. True. In the first round, they had about yeah. three picks. One of my favorite picks from them was actually the um, was the running back from Alabama, mm-hmm. uh, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, he was. I think that was a pretty like great pick by them. Um, I think he's going to be a dominant running back. I think a lot of teams. Uh, passed up on him because he was playing in such a uh, great system, I would say. Right, tougher running backs. Um, yeah, exactly, because they had a couple running backs. They they definitely did it by committee, so sometimes it's tough to get a good sample size on someone like that, especially when you're they're blowing teams out, you know? Yeah, true, true. I like that pick, um, though. I like. Yeah, another, another one is probably going to be um, downtown Hollywood Brown for the hey. Baltimore Ravens. You got it, man. He pair him up with a another one of uh, South Florida's own, uh, Lamar yes, Jackson. Yes, sir. The Florida boy is going to take over the NFL. I saw that in the draft. They were talking about how many um, South Florida or maybe just Broward County, let's call it, yeah. uh, how many were in the draft or something along those lines. And it's, it's quite astonishing, man. They really do. They're a different breed down there, huh? Yeah. We put up staggering numbers, you know. We – uh. Do everything real big. One time for Lauderdale. Lauderdale? <laughs> no, I do like that Hollywood Brown pick. I think that's going to really add another dimension to that Ravens offense um, that, that they really that they really need. And it's going to be a nice weapon for Lamar Jackson going into year two. Uh, yes, sir. If, if we backtrack a little bit, just if we, if we touch on the Raiders and then I have another uh, top five pick I want to speak about, I, I think the Raiders really reached with, with that number four pick, though, in, in Cleveland Farrell uh, from Clemson. Yeah, you know he's 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 a great leader, and I don't doubt he's going to be a solid player. But for them to go and get him at number four, I definitely think was a stretch. Unless you know yeah. Chucky, unless John Gruden knows what he's what's going on, you know I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't believe in that pick, but we shall see. Yeah, ever since he did that, uh, it was him that did the split in the um <laughs> <laughs> after winning the national championship, right? Yeah, yeah. Hasn't been ever, the same ever, since. He hasn't been the same since. You know, He's, you know people and, just uh, overrate him. Hey, I mean, they had a lot of good, uh, especially just like Alabama. They Clemson had a lot of good defensive linemen. They're, you know, they're going to go top, 
you know, in, in the top uh, few picks, you know, definitely in the first first couple rounds. But for them to go get him at number four, I think that was a stretch. Uh, Quinn and Williams going number three to the Jets out of Alabama, I think that was a solid pick. And then yeah. I'm biased, but to round out that top five, my, my Bucks got Devin White, uh, linebacker out of LSU. I think he's yes, going to be the that that piece that fills uh, the void left by Quan Alexander, who signed with the Niners. There's another defensive guy the Niners got, so maybe they will be in relevance sooner rather than later. Um, true, but true. but yeah, Devin White out of LSU going to the Bucks. I think he's going to be the new centerpiece of that defense, and I'm I'm very excited. As again, I might be biased, but I think that was one of the better picks uh, in the first round, if not the whole draft. So yeah, no, definitely. I also. Um... Just to kind of close out that round, the first round, um, the Patriots, mm-hmm. my team, the New England Patriots, who just came off their sixth Super Bowl victory, actually picked up Nikhil Harry, wide hey. receiver coming out of uh, Arizona State. You know, uh, I definitely think that was a huge pickup. Um, hopefully, he can be our next uh, Randy Moss and Tom Brady dynamic duo. They've hey. already been practicing in the offseason. Uh, hopefully everything uh, comes OTAs. out the way we the way we plan it this year, you know? Another Super Bowl added to the banner. I like that. Uh, whoa, I don't know about another Super Bowl, but I do like the pick. I think that's definitely um, – it's definitely like an unorthodox move by Bill Belichick going again a receiver like that in the first round. But I believe that Josh Gordon kind of changed the dynamic of that team last year. And they realized yes. that maybe they do need to go out and get that kind of big-bodied playmaking receiver. And, yes, sir. And Nikhil Harry could fit that bill, especially if Josh Gordon comes back. They could have two, you know, two uh, Husky receivers on the outside and whatnot. And then you got a couple slot guys, Edelman. And uh, did Amendola come back? No, he didn't. So, yeah, you got one slot guy and Edelman and – that's good enough, right? Yep. Yes, sir. Uh, Edelman comes I, back. We lost Gronk, so true. Um, I believe we picked up a tight end too, but I, I just forget. Uh, they picked up which, Watson, I believe. No. Or yeah, they, uh, from Iowa. No, no, no. Um, well, yeah, they did pick up a, a yeah a replacement in that regard from the draft, but I think they picked up. I think they got Ben Benjamin Watson. Oh yes, of, yeah, from yeah, the they, Saints, but he might be suspended. Yeah, and um, he's kind of old too now. I don't think he's he got he's it a little washed. Used to. <laughs> Speaking of old uh, though, and and I would be remiss if we didn't talk about this. Uh, Eli Manning, talk about old on the Giants <laughs> and, and speaking draft. They got his successor, your boy yeah, Daniel Jones. His replacement, Daniel Jones, his uh, <laughs> Eli lookalike. Just <laughs> here to uh, take over the thrones. He, I guess, he's gonna be the next um, Eli Manning. Be garbage all his uh, career, and but win one or two Super Bowls for them, and then they just hold on to him for dear life. <laughs> That's, That's the way it's looking. Much I mean, the, Eli Manning's career. The kid out of Duke. I mean, he. Uh, I know you mentioned to me the other day they look alike. They had that one picture where they're in their helmets and they're like their faces kind of like scrunched up and. I don't know. They kind of they they <laughs> damn near look like brothers. So I don't know if uh, you know, Mr. Manning has some explaining to do or what. But <laughs> Daniel Jones, the long lost brother. Kids, we don't know about. Yeah, <laughs> Daniel Jones, the long lost brother. But he got taken instead of uh, uh, Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins. Haskins, who ended up going yes to another NFC East team. How do you see that rivalry like coming yeah. about? Maybe in the next couple of years. Um. <laughs> 
I don't know if it's going to be a rivalry. I think maybe with like a Saquon Barkley probably still being runner back, there'll probably be some kind of rivalry there. But right. in terms of quarterback play, I don't think there'll be a rivalry. I don't know if Dwayne Haskins is honestly the answer for the Redskins. I think he's a bit um, – he's to me, he's just a bit – I feel like he lacks that confidence – that swagger needed to be a, a, a quarterback in the NFL. But we'll see how it goes, you know. Um, he, he's got a whole year. And hopefully, I mean, he's probably going to be thrusted into being the starter yeah. for the Washington Redskins because, <laughs> let's be honest, Colt McCoy <laughs> starting <laughs> over him. I don't really see that happening. Um, no, so hopefully everything goes well for him. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling for him. Uh, I know he had a hell of a – uh, you know, solo year there at Ohio State, and he's from the Washington, D.C. area, I believe. So he does have ties. It's kind of like a homecoming for him. I think that'll keep the keep the young bull confident and comfortable, and we'll, and we'll see how that plays out. But I mean, that's pretty much that as far as the NFL draft, that first round, uh, yes, definitely sir. more defensive sided, you know. But I'll give it to you. you. Got that number one pick, man. Congrats. Yeah. You know, I. You know, if you want to, like, you know, uh, you know <laughs> buy my plane, you know, fly me out anywhere, hey. you know, for for having that uh, that pick, uh, that's, I'm, that's I'm, a little, that's I'm willing a little to steep. accept. That's a, that's, a, that's a little steep considering uh, <laughs> we still have a lingering lingering wager in the air from the NCAA tournament, you know? What, what do you mean? What, what, what lingering what you... wager? What do you What do you mean, lingering wager? I uh, was the the national championship champion. I had Virginia winning it. You had Texas Tech. Don't Don't act like you forgot now. I don't Don't make me go back to the tapes. What? I I, I honestly don't remember that. Wow. So you had Virginia winning. I had Texas Tech beating Virginia, and Virginia we won. We did an overall bracket mm-hmm. uh, thing. You, correct. You You paid your dues on that one. I won for the bracket. Yeah. Right, but we also then placed a individual bet on the championship game alone, and okay. I had Virginia, and you had Texas Tech. I, I don't know. You, oh, the, and we but we never bet. We never completed we the never, bet. We never were yeah, like, oh, exactly. this is what it the was, bet was gonna be. Right, it was just lingering. We we shook on it. We agreed to it, but we never really came up with the the wager. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, we could put it in the past, but <laughs> don't come up with me talking about plane tickets. <laughs> you trash. You know, you when when we make a wager, you already know what time it is. All right, and it's not Dane time. Uh, well, I'm glad you actually brought up Dane time because the uh, the Western Conference playoffs yes. kicked off with a uh, Damian Lillard versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what a disappointing series that was. Uh, obviously, that was tough for the Brody. Yeah, very very tough for Brody. I mean, I thought it would at least go games, but I guess uh, dang time was too good, too good for OKC. They just could not handle uh, Damian Lillard and that uh, and his um, partner in crime, CJ McCollum. Lehigh, shout out Lehigh. <laughs> Lehigh in the building. Lehigh <laughs> and um, what school did CJ go to? CJ went to Lehigh. No, or CJ did, uh... went to Lehigh, yeah, and Dame went to yeah. uh, 
Weber State. Weber, 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 yeah. whatever. Come on, dog. Hey. Get his school right. It doesn't matter what school he came from. It matters that he he scored almost what a hundred plus fifty plus points in five games against OKC. Bro, it was nasty. The shot the shot heard around the world. Yeah. No, that's not really the shot heard around the world, but that was in the beginning of the playoffs. Uh, yeah, it was. And and he said goodbye to uh, Paul George and the Brody and oh, that was tough. He made it look nasty. We'll see. How, we'll see what comes with of Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. You know, in the next coming years, uh, honestly, it seemed like Russell Westbrook, he he disappeared. So, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like um, especially him being, well, supposedly being the leader of the team, the leading scorer and the, you know, all-around uh, best player on the, well, one of the best players on the team. He right. laid an egg <laughs> on the court that day, so. Um, hopefully he's able to get everything together and, you know, hopefully he's able to help out his team and, uh, next year and play better, play a lot better, or they need to, in my opinion, trade Westbrook. Trade Westbrook. Wow. That is a Westbrook. We went from the Oklahoma city having a big three to now we're going to trade Westbrook. That's pretty, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, Go I know you got your NFL pick, you get your NFL picks down, but I don't know. Maybe a little suspect <laughs> when it comes to NBA. Uh, first we'll of all, see, though. <laughs> we'll we'll see, because I think I'm right. They may need to trade Westbrook, but um, uh, other than the actual Damian Lillard and um OKC game, we had a uh, Houston's uh, failure to launch uh, against the uh, Golden State Warriors. But uh, what did you kind of think about that series? Yeah, man. I mean, we were just talking about suspect with uh, his play and 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 all that. Uh, what about yeah, Houston kind of being suspect here and and maybe even some suspect calls in the beginning of the series, but Golden State ended up doing their thing as they usually do. And you put it exactly right, Houston. We have a problem. Uh, they cannot get the job done, and especially against the Warriors, it just seems that they are their kryptonite. Yeah, and it's tough for the you know soon to be back to back MVP James Harden to not be able to you know get into the East, I mean the Western Conference Finals, and then finally get to the finals along with Chris Paul. It's another year kind of wasted for them. Sorry yeah. about it, but Golden State was too much. What do you think about Houston and their problems? Um, it's, it's, it's a crying shame, man. Cause I think Chris Paul, this was his last, last run, his last hurrah kind of, uh, he's getting old, getting up there in age. Um, he's not going to be able to give you those 10 assists, 20 point games. He'll probably give you now. He'll probably give you one every month, probably mm-hmm. <laughs> at the <laughs> most. So it's it's just, man, now they have to kind of blow up that whole situation. And what are you going to do? build around Harden again, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. maybe it's time to find another, like, break that entire thing up and find another superstar, um, kind of go into rebuilding mode. I mean, you can keep Harden there to kind of carry you through the hard times, but mm-hmm. it's only so much he can do, you know? Yeah, and the, and what he can do is a lot, though. I mean, how many points did he score 30-plus in, in a 32 in a row? Or something like that. And yeah, but how many, that, how many 50 point 10 assist games that he have? And come on, he Sean, is, you know, he is the guy now you just need to build you know around that him. doesn't maybe get that rid of Chris Paul and Capella. Sean, that doesn't win championships. 
Come on now. You know that. That doesn't win championships. We we see that for our own eyes. He can score as much points as he wants to. The way they play does not allow them to win championships. And that 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 the way he plays right now is causing a rift between the team. I heard him and Chris Paul actually got into an argument after uh, the Game 6 game. So, like, come on, man. It's, I don't think Harden's the guy, to, the way to go at all. Well, I don't see Harden leaving Houston anytime soon, so I think if anybody, it's going to be Chris Paul. Yeah. I did, I, didn't the owner or someone say that everyone's – uh, everyone's on the chopping block. Everyone's on the trade block except for Harden. So. Yeah, except for Harden. They made um, it known what they're going yeah. with. No, they're definitely probably just going to keep Harden and trade everybody else. But, I mean, they should really consider trading him also and kind of rebuilding with a new piece, doing kind of what Toronto did mm-hmm. with Kawhi. Right. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to get but, into the East now because I, I think there's there's still a – Definitely uh, another team that we need to speak on, and that's yeah. the team that took the uh, the Houston Rockets out. What do you have to say about the Golden State Warriors and their their squad? Uh, you know, Curry's golden moment. It's here. It's now. It's um his time to actually shine. You know what I'm saying? He has to take. I feel like he has to take over and win the MVP of this series. Um, I mean, in the finals, because if he doesn't. If he doesn't win the finals MVP this year, I feel as though his career will be that of Charles Barkley almost, that of like a uh, – as though he never actually won a championship if he doesn't win MVP this year um, against the Toronto Raptors. Um, Yeah, man. Why does he need the finals MVP? He he needs that finals MVP because it's – he he was never able to win it. Everybody feels like he crumbles under that pressure of being in the finals, even though his numbers are better than Dwayne Wade's numbers, Kobe Bryant. I think um, they said, like, um, even who else's numbers? Um, Michael Jordan's numbers or something like that. He, his, his numbers beat out their numbers in terms of averages, average points in the finals. But he... Um, Nah, he 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 definitely needs that one in Finals MVP. He has the two um, regular season MVPs. He plays really well all regular season, and then when it comes to the finals, he like lays an egg. That's why they kind of had to get Durant to come in and um, help them out with that uh, with with that Finals game with those Finals games. You know what I'm saying? It's like where's Curry in that time of need? But well, I agree. I agree. Kevin Durant has come in and what he has back to back finals MVPs. I know his status is up in the air for the finals, but yeah, maybe this is Curry's golden moment. I mean, they're they're going for a three peat, their fourth title in five years, which is you know, that's dynasty esque. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. Maybe this is his golden moment. Maybe it's just the Warriors' golden moment. I, I don't know. They are the Golden State for a reason, right? Oh, the Hampton Five. Well, now, right now, they're not the five. But wow, they need Joe <laughs> McGee back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll need Joe McGee in order to be the Hampton Five again. Um, <laughs> but let's uh, let's go ahead and transition to the uh, the opponents that are going to be facing the Golden State Warriors in the uh, finals this year. Let's talk about it, bro. You know, 
you said earlier that uh, Dame Lillard's shot was not the shot heard around the world. Go ahead and tell me what is the shot heard around the world, Sean. Well, Nally, wow. Nay. Yeah. Wow, you're really gonna put me one. You're using my, uh, you know, you're using my I, I used your whole government name. That's crazy. Um, I mean, the world needs we'll, to know. We'll let that slide. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you're gonna you're gonna put me on the spot to talk about this one. And you know what? I'll step up and do it. It, it still stings, but the claw shot, the four bounces to send them to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Milwaukee Bucks. Yes, they sunk the Sixers. Kawhi sunk the Sixers. And uh, I don't know. New king of the East? Question mark, question mark. We'll see. He's, the he's... new king of the East. I know you I probably like, have something like to, to say about to that. that. <laughs> yeah, you probably have something to say about that. Maybe you might have an argument for Giannis. But, yes, the claw, he has come to play. Uh, even if he's a one-year rental for the Raptors. Wow. What yeah. a one-year rental. Because, yeah, I thought my boys, you know, they put up a hell of a, hell of a run. They're, you know, five new starters trying to gel together in a short period of time. Yeah, we'll see what the we'll see what the future holds for them. But as far as the Raptors and the Claw, and that shot in particular, it was heartbreaking. But it was huge for that team and that country. And I'm, do you I, think I'm, I'll, I'll say it here now before you even get into it, real quick? Uh, uh-huh. Raptors in six. Ooh, wow. This guy has no respect. No respect for the Hampton Five, huh? No respect. <laughs> no respect. Okay. Um, since you want to go ahead and throw that out there right now, I'm going to go ahead and say I have Golden State winning because I need Curry to win that finals MVP. Um, so Durant feels insignificant to this team. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, so I have Golden State in – and six. Golden State and Golden six. Golden State and six. Golden State and six, yeah. Um, wow. You but, think they're going to be able to go in there to Jurassic Park and take care of business? I don't believe it. Oh, yeah. I think the thing is, unless Drake wants to suit up, uh, I think I think they should be good. I don't think we they won't have any uh, issues beating up on um, Kawhi and his team there. I, I might, know, I man. might have to, I might switch my pick. I never know, but right now I'm, I'm feeling my, uh, I'm feeling my Golden State pick. Curry needs to definitely win this one. All right, so Golden State in six. I got the, the Toronto Raptors, the six in six, and I'm going with, um, Kawhi. Wow. Yeah. Let, let me ask switch. you a I'm question. Going with Kyle Lowry MVP. <laughs> nah, Kyle Lowry's trash. Ask but let me ask you a question. If so, Toronto has made it to the finals. Right. Does Kawhi Leonard walk away? Even Win or lose, does Kawhi Leonard walk away? I think he takes a long, good, long, hard look at the situation. Uh, what, you know, what do they have going for them next year? What is a potential destination? Does he want to go to L.A.? I think I think after the finals, win or lose, he's going to take some time to really consider this because it was already unpopular some of the things he was doing last year before he got to Toronto, and he said he didn't want to be there. Now he's carrying this team to the finals. Oh, this he, he's going to have a whole country behind him. It's crazy to think that he walk away from it, but 
if he if he seems like the homebody type, you know, quiet reserve player person that everyone that everyone sees him as as, you know, I could see yeah. him going home and just making another move and this was just that one year rental and he just balled out. Yeah. No, I think so that he too. could still do it. Because I know they were skeptical last year when he only played like a handful of games and he, he sat out, you know, um, but that could have been the best thing he did for his career. Yeah, no, I think I think I think um it was the best move for his career. And I also think that this was actually smart on Toronto's part. But um I said this I said that, I don't know if I said this on our show, but I when I'm speaking to my friends I always say like if Kawhi makes it to the finals, he's leaving. Win or lose, he's leaving. The only reason why I feel like he's leaving is because he's he's his stock will be at its highest at this very moment. You sure. know what I'm saying? He's right. he's never like if he were to lose in the Eastern Conference Finals, then he has a reason to come back. But mm-hmm. He just carried a team to the finals. <laughs> His stock is at its highest right now. Teams will be throwing money at him in his direction just so they could get a taste of the finals. So he's definitely walking away this year. I think it's kind of over we'll for them. We'll he might see. go to the Clippers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I could see him with the Clippers. And then he'll be yeah. battling LeBron in the Staples Center for years to come. Yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> let's move on but, uh, from Toronto, though. I know they're in the spotlight, but what about uh, another? Let's just talk another East team quick a little bit. What about Boston going flat? Ooh. Shout out Kyrie Irving. That's crazy. Um, Boston, we have a problem, right? They uh, <laughs> they're just not not what they should have been. Kyrie is not the leader that the team needs. Um. And there's too many egos on that team. Terry Rozier wanted to be the starter all year. He he played like the starter last year, so he, obviously he deserves to be a starter. But at the same time, it's like he has to know his role. He has to play his role, not be always wanting the next man's spot. If he plays his position, he'll just get the next man's spot. You know what I mean? But mm, mm. He, he, I think he, I think him and probably. Jalen Brown and Gordon Hayward's little, you know, um, fiasco kind of caused that team to not go as far as they needed to be. What do you kind of think about that situation? Yeah, I just think that Kyrie just didn't look completely comfortable. And yeah. when they went up against a team like the Bucks, who then went on to have a hell of a series with the Raptors, um, I just, yeah, I just think Kyrie just isn't the leader that they needed him to be, and he was not ready for that spotlight. He should have never left Cleveland. Um, True. But I think he's going to be on to different things next year, and then that's maybe when Scary Terry gets his shot. And they just have a lot of guys that do the same things, though, like Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. They're all in the same position, and it's tough. But they're very talented. It's just they weren't able to put it all together as much as Al Horford and – you know, um, Morris tried to keep them together. Yeah, but the thing is, you're going to have people on your team that play the same position as you. Right. It's just, are you willing to accept a lesser role in order to in order for the betterment of the team? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's disrespectful to a legend, but you, you got to be willing to accept Mello. a better role. 
I um, feel you on that. Yeah, they they needed him to. <laughs> they 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 needed a bunch of their players too, and that didn't happen. And uh, the Bucks took care of him. Fear the deer. Yeah, and then speaking about the Bucks though, um, that boy the Greek freak with a Herculean effort against the uh, against the Boston Celtics, and then against the. Uh, who did they play in the second round there? Um, well, the next round they played the Raptors. They just lost. They had no, a tough uh, go. Oh, no. Who did they, they play? They, well, they started out against Detroit. They took care of business okay. there. Yeah, they took care and of business then, against Detroit. And then, and then Boston was the second round. Boston, even yeah. though they were the high, even though they were the better team, the one seed, they still, you know, we talked about how we kind of felt like that was still almost like an upset just because of, uh, even though the Bucks were the number one seed throughout the year, in the Eastern Conference, we just felt like the Celtics are ready for that next step, and yeah, so we'll consider that an upset. And yeah, then they went on to face the Raptors. What was your thoughts with that series? Um, I felt as though uh, Kawhi, what Kawhi, I don't think Kawhi was too good for the Bucks. I think their their defense was really good on the Bucks, but I just feel as though. Giannis kind of came up short, but it's not his fault. If he had a, you know, a good pull-up 10-foot jumper or even like a 15-foot jumper, he would that they would not be beating the Milwaukee Bucks right now. But because he lacked so much on a shot, he made mm-hmm. a few threes here and there, but he just needed that, hey, I can pull up from anywhere kind of situation and then the Bucks would definitely um have won that series, but AKA that's Kawhi the one Leonard. thing. Yeah, aka Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, yeah he, he was able to pull up wherever he wants, he, and he he did it in every series. He was doing it right. in the Seventy Sixers series. He did it in the Orlando series, and he did it in the Milwaukee series. He just pulled up wherever he wants. Again, but, uh, but one thing though, he did become less and less efficient as time went on. Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard did because he started shooting more and more, but. Throughout every series, he started shooting more and more and more. Right. But, he started doing um, more, too, though. He, his assist numbers yeah. went up. His assist numbers went up also, yes. That is right. true. But he, he's oh. definitely – and we'll find out what happens with the Warriors, but he he's put in a lot of minutes this yeah. this, uh, this playoffs. True, true, true. Crazy. But, yeah. We'll see Greek, what happens. Sorry about it, They bro. can't sit him down. No, they can't. When you, I mean, even though guys like Van Fleet and – Norman Powell are stepping up. They really need what the OG to be able to get some some burn, and yeah. uh, who knows? I, I'm gonna call it out. Call it now. I think Jeremy Lin might be a surprise uh, factor in the finals. Come on now, against the team who gave him a shot in the summer league uh, back, way back when the Warriors. We'll see, because I don't. He he doesn't even get play time now. How the hell is he gonna get? How the hell is he gonna come in the finals and just all of a sudden <laughs> they need to spark? Be able to play flat. ball. I'm just telling right. you, bro. We'll see. We'll see. But nah, I definitely have Golden State winning. You have um, Toronto. Toronto. I'd be I'd be a mist if I didn't mention uh, the boy Bronny. And Zaire Wade will be teaming uh, up yeah, this year. We'll another, we're going to have another Heatles on our <laughs> hand. But this time it's going to be in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a little quick backstory. Zaire went to Heritage down here in, um, down here in Fort Lauderdale yeah. uh, for his, uh, soft, well, his junior year. And um, 
I think that it's not that heritage isn't like a well-known school. It's a well-known school, but more for like academics. Um, okay. They're not really well-known in the like uh, in terms of athletics. So mm-hmm. um, it's it's crazy that he's going to LA to play with Bronny to kind of get some notoriety towards his himself, I would say, and then so he can get like major offers from big colleges and because right now he only has two offers one from, from like providence and i think another one from like buffalo or something like that no it's got to be marquette no marquette hasn't offered him yet he's he only got two schools offer him nah he i would rather him go to a, a school, school that's not his you know father's, father's alma mater you know what yeah. i'm saying something that he can make his own name in or create his own lane that's crazy. Yeah. I think that's going to be dope for them. And I guess now with retired life, Dwayne Wade, he can, uh, yeah. he'll be able to stay out there in LA with him probably, or he'll just stay. I guess he's going to stay with uncle Bron. <laughs> uncle Bron, Bron. Him yeah. and Bronny are going to team up in college also. Watch. Mark that's my crazy. words. I said it here first. Another one. Oh my goodness. Here we <laughs> Another go. Another one. Well, speaking of college, Slim, uh-huh. uh, the draft lottery just recently happened, so that means all the college guys are getting ready to make that next step into the big leagues. Uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're getting ready to join the association. What oh. do you think about this, uh, how the lottery kind of played out? You know, maybe we can talk about, you know, just one through five. Um, and then, yeah. uh, you know, if there's any, like, outlandish uh, predictions for the draft. Um, the, I I like um where the Lakers kind of blended. I didn't want them to get the number one pick while having LeBron James on their team. I think that would have been <laughs> that would have been, been awesome, crazy. <laughs> it would have been awesome, but at the same time, it was like, come on, now you guys already have LeBron James, and you guys are getting the number one pick in the NFL draft. But um, uh, I mean NBA, NBA draft. Yeah. Well, yeah. but you know, number four is still number four. Like you can still get a stud. Yeah, he can still get a stud. I think um. So here's who I have in the top five right now. I have Zion going number one, obviously. RJ Barrett going number three. John Morant going number two. Um, number four, I would probably say, will either be um, Kobe White from North Carolina or, or that um, shooting guard from Purdue. I forget his name. Carson Edwards. Uh, Carson Edwards from Purdue. Ball and then player. my number five pick, which is the Cleveland Cavaliers, right? Yeah. Number five pick will be Bowl Bowl of Ooh. Oregon. <laughs> Why Bowl Bowl? Um, I just think he was very underrated this this past year because he only played nine games. Mm-hmm. But he's a dominant player. He can shoot the ball. He can. Um, get in the paint when need be. He's going to be like another, like, Giannis almost. But he's taller than Ooh. Giannis. Can he shoot? So, uh, yeah, he can shoot. He shoots the three with ease. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's better than Giannis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll put him in, that. coach. <laughs> yeah. And he can block, right? I'm sure he can block shots. His dad oh, is course. a huge center. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now, of course, that's easy. Okay. With positionless basketball, too, like, I'm sure he can cover, like, the three, the four, the five. He could probably step out and, you know, make sure the point guard doesn't hit a shot if he has a switch. That's – uh, I like that. I like that. But I have a little bit different top five. Only one once we get past the first three because I have Zion to the Pelicans, 
Ja mm-hmm. to the Grizzlies and RJ to the Knicks, which I think, you know, in, let's talk five, six, seven years from now, RJ might be the best one out of, like, the lottery picks, let's just say. Um, oh, I don't know, man. Know. I'm going to have to hold you to that. Cause... Hold, hold me to it. You want to talk about Bronny and Zaire going to college together? Hold me to RJ being <laughs> maybe statistically or just, you know, making the biggest impact on the team, uh, you know, five years in. We'll see. But when we get to four and five, Lakers, Cavs, I have DeAndre Hunter, the guard out of Virginia. He's a little mm-hmm. bit of a uh, – uh, he's a hard-nosed player. He can do a little bit of everything, and he yeah. played on a, in a great system with the with Virginia. So I don't think you have to worry about too much character issues. Or I think he's going to come and be able to learn from LeBron, and he could be sneaky good at that four pick. Another guy sure. who this these could even be interchangeable to be honest. But for the Cavs, Jarrett Culver, who was another guy in that national championship game against DeAndre Hunter, uh, he was okay. from Texas Tech, and he he was the guy that was he carried Texas Tech. He can do a little bit of everything as well. Defends, uh, can hit the jump shot, can take it to the rack, put it, you know, put it on the floor. Uh, yeah. So I think those actually could be interchangeable at four and five because both teams could use like a shooting guard slash small forward, just you know, someone that can play around LeBron or, uh, I guess if you're on the Cavs, you're looking at matching up with uh, the young bull, Colin Sexton and uh, Kevin Love. So I think they would fit either way, four or five. So that'd be mine. Okay, all right. That's not a bad. That's not a bad. Um, it's not a bad t- top five at least. Yeah, um, I can't wait for the draft. I think it's next. Uh, the end of June, next month, probably. Yeah, yeah I think it's the end of June. Also, had a question for you. Go ahead. Um, does R.J. Barrett get traded to the Pelicans for Anthony Davis? And Z- and Zion and R.J. are back together again. Back together again. Think about wow. it. Anthony Think Davis about to the it. Knicks, Kevin Durant to the Knicks. Kevin Durant to the Knicks. Anthony Davis to the Knicks. And R.J. Barrett and Zion Williams start a new regime in New Orleans. Who doesn't New Orleans also have Julius Randle? Ooh. No. They, well, did he pick up his option? He had an option. Uh, um, I'm not sure. He had a player's option, so he has to pick up his own option. Yeah. With I mean, with, uh, if you were him, wouldn't you want to be paired up with Zion and? RJ two all lefties. <laughs> I don't know because we'll RJ Ooh. Z- Zion plays the same position as Randall. Basically, they're going to be Randall can, in the Randall same can position. Play, uh, uh, he can play small center. Uh yeah. But when, I like I don't that. Know. We'll we'll see. We'll see how yeah, it goes. It'll be tough once you play some of those big guys though, like a Joel Embiid or yeah, um, even an Anthony <laughs> Davis. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like fucking killing them in the paint. <laughs> but yeah, but Zion Williamson and. Uh, Julius Randle kind of have the same build. They can both handle mm-hmm. it. You got RJ. You'd have Drew. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at that. That those four right there. Yeah, we'll me see. either. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to put you on. Uh, let you know. I like it, but I don't see it happening. Yeah. We'll we'll see we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we, we this was just my this with our little predictions here are minus trades. When you start throwing trades into the factor. Factoring yeah. in trades here, and the fact that I just saw uh, we spoke about it, but the Rockets literally said every player and every future pick is on the board. Yeah, they're literally <laughs> doing a house sale. <laughs> I don't even know if that means Harden, which would be crazy, but uh, yeah. that could really turn into something where you could do something like that, and then the Rockets could land maybe like a <laughs> top five, top ten pick. I don't know. True, true. There's a lot that's going to happen within the next couple weeks because you know the guys are working out. 
uh, teams are all talking about, you know, there's whispers going around. So within the next month or so, you know, we'll be back at it again next week sometime, but we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll have more news on, on the, uh, the draft and, and NBA and as in general with the, with the finals. Let's go. All right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. This was another episode of Slim and Nay. Take care. Have a wonderful night. Peace. 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 Thank you.